Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. We have injury updates from TLC, future plans for the future endeavoured, and the origins of the F5. For Tuesday, December 17th, 2019, this is your Cultaholic Daily Wrestling News. The first ever tables, ladders, and chairs match in which the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships were defended in Samoa Joe last night at TLC. It was, well, it was, it was human demolition derby. So as we talked about yesterday, Kyrie Sane was an injury concern at the end of TLC on Sunday night. Ryan Satin from Pro Wrestling Sheet has given us an update on that in the last few hours. Ryan has said uh, that Kyrie Sane is not cleared to wrestle and there is no word on when she might be cleared for in-ring action again. Now, we kind of got that idea when we watched Monday Night Raw anyway, as we saw Kyrie Sane lead Asuka out to the ramp for her match. And then we saw Kyrie Sane make her way to the back, wasn't even ringside during the match. And then after that, we see uh, progression from the tag team title feud to a one-on-one feud between Becky Lynch and Asuka, which suggests to me that for the time being, they're going to be moving away from the Kabuki Warriors as a team to allow Kyrie Zane time to recover, and they're going to go with Asuka and Becky Lynch over the next couple of weeks, maybe into the Royal Rumble. We're not quite sure when Kyrie Zane was knocked out during that match at TLC. Uh, we did speak yesterday about uh, Kyrie Zane getting a TV monitor thrown at her head. It looks like from multiple camera angles that we've been sent that that wasn't the case at all. Uh, it could have possibly come from being thrown into the barricade on one occasion. There was a couple of nasty table spots in there as well that could have possibly caused it. Uh, we don't know. What we do know is uh, that Kyrie Sane uh, isn't cleared to wrestle for the time being, and we send her all our best and hope for a speedy recovery. Some notable absences backstage from TLC, namely Triple H and Vince McMahon. Normally, they'll be either backstage or both in gorilla position during the show. Uh, neither were there, according to Dave Meltzer. Uh, Dave goes on to say that there was a conference call earlier on in the day and just before the show. So everything that happened on the show was as McMahon wanted it to happen. We had Bruce Pritchard uh, calling the SmackDown matches and the production of the SmackDown matches and Paul Heyman doing the same for the Monday Night Raw matches. 
Dave Meltzer also goes on to say that the feeling is that the show was handled quite poorly by some people within the backstage area, mainly with what happened to Kyrie Sane. It was very clear early on that a doctor should have gone out to check on Kyrie Sane, and that didn't seem to happen. Whether that, whether or not that would have happened with Triple H and Vince McMahon in gorilla position, quite possibly, we don't know. Where, where they were as well, we don't know either. Chances are, because the company is growing at such a, a, a massive rate once again, chances are that they had other endeavours to deal with. Triple H, of course. So the whereabouts of Triple H and Vince McMahon wasn't quite known. Very strong chances are Triple H was working on NXT things, whilst Vince McMahon was working on stuff with Alpha Entertainment. Uh, we don't know. What we know is that Paul Heyman and Bruce Pritchard were in control of things at Gorilla at TLC last night at TLC on Sunday. Dana Brooke took to IG Live to talk about the ending of TLC, and she's not very happy with the way that the show went off the air. As you remember, as Asuka uh, was on the top of the ladder after retrieving the women's tag team titles, and then we cut to the crowd where there is a fight breaking out uh, from the from the locker room with Roman Reigns and King Corbin and a whole load of other people. Uh, Dana Brooke didn't like this. She said something I totally disagreed upon was they didn't let the women have their time to shine. I think that something they needed to do, especially after the match, was give those women the appreciation they deserve. And another injury update from TLC. Uh, Alistair Black suffered a bloody nose and F4W Daily are saying that he has been medically cleared to return to the ring. It looks like it was just a bust nose. There was fears that it might have been a broken nose, uh, but it seems like he's all right. Alistair Black will be back behind his door almost immediately. So what is next for the future endeavoured? Sin Cara, The Ascension and Luke Harper all got contract releases last week with a 90-day no-compete clause. Uh, Sin Cara has already turned up in AAA and there was some concern as to whether or not that was a thing that was allowed to happen. Uh, Jorge Arias, a.k.a. Sin Cara, has announced in the last few hours uh, that he has officially changed his name in the ring to Sinta de Oro. This is uh, an homage to the original Sinta de Oro, who passed away in 2016. Incidentally, Arias has been using the Sinta de Oro symbol on his Sin Cara mask for several years now, so this feels like a really nice passing of the torch. Uh, looks like Sinta de Oro uh, will return through Jorge Arias and will be part of AAA going forward. Meanwhile, for the Ascension, they've been announced for the New York-based Scott Wilder promotions on March 21st, their event, The Awakening. They will be a part of that at Waterville, New York. And also, Prem Pennsylvania Premier Wrestling have announced the Ascension will be at their show and wrestling on the 18th of April. Both of the companies have used the name The Ascension, which is trademarked by WWE. So this is either an agreement from both parties or uh, something a little bit naughty, and they're using their license names. We don't know, and we will see. Congratulations to AEW, who have sold over 100,000 tickets for the 16 shows that they put on this year and for some of the shows they've got going into next year as well. As of last night, it was around 104,000, I believe, as well. Uh, there's plenty more to come from AEW going into next year as well. But congratulations on the milestone. 
So there's no 205 live tapings now for the rest of the year. We're going to have best ofs for the next two weeks. And then it looks like it's back to normal service from the start of 2020. So we can get back to worrying about the future of 205 Live as soon as January. On this week's episode of the New Day's podcast, Feel the Power, Kofi Kingston confirmed that he has re-signed with WWE. He will be with the WWE for another five years at least. So we've got another five years of the power of positivity that will take us into 2025. That is, unless they break up the New Day. Oh, no, they won't, surely. Surely. Surely they won't. They might. They won't. They might. Belt Fan Dan is our man on the inside when it comes to championship belts. And he has it on very good authority that the US Championship was delivered to WWE, but he doesn't know what it looks like. So they look, there seems to be a, a plan going forward for WWE to redesign all their championship belts. We've already seen a brand new look with the Intercontinental title, the United States title possibly following this same kind of style. I guess we're going to find out early next year. And with the final episode of NXT and AEW Dynamite live tomorrow night, NXT have already announced they're going to come firing out of the blocks with this one. The opening match for NXT on USA tomorrow night will be Adam Cole defending his NXT championship against Finn Balor. That will kick off the show and will feature no commercial interruptions as well. AEW, it's your move. And finally, this is an oldie but a goodie. So WWE dropped a clip of Confidential on their YouTube channel and it features Brock Lesnar explaining the origins of the F5. Take a listen. F5. I came up with it just kind of messing around one day in the ring and uh, I was watching a bunch of Japan wrestling video and Johnny Laurinaitis, one of the road agents, saw me practicing a, a move similar to it and decided that uh, we incorporate both of them and use it uh, as a semi kind of DDT, kind of spinning DDT where the guy's on my shoulders and it turned out uh, it looked pretty devastating and uh, it was effective, so, and I liked it. <laughs> Special training for the F5, I was hoping that I could use my amateur background for a number of different years, you know, as an amateur athlete. I have guys over my shoulders all the time, so it's something that I'm very comfortable with using. The main factor that helps me out to even do this move was squats and the log carrying exercises that I've done as an amateur wrestler. My favorite memory of using uh, the F5 was the first time I did it at the Big Show. F5! F5! Oh my God! No way! No way! F5! Lester has F5! 500 pounds! That was a, a feat in itself, you know, because he's a heavy load. <laughs> also, probably against uh, Rikishi and uh, Mark Henry, you know, because both those guys are, are well over 350 pounds. Look at this! This is, uh, this is scary! Oh, man! another human being alive that could execute that move. How strong is Lesnar? 
So like with the Stone Cold Stunner, we can now thank John Laurinaitis for developing a major wrestling finishing move. Thank you, Johnny Ace. That'll do it for your Cultaholic Daily Wrestling News. Later on today on the Cultaholic YouTube channel, the reactions from WWE TLC. It was Ross and myself watching the show with the Cultaholic Championship on the line. Who goes into 2020 as your Cultaholic Heavyweight Champion? We will find out together a little later on today. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. I love you. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 